This is Pathfinder, a weekly moment dedicated to seeking Jesus and building deeper faith. My name is Derek Glover, and I'm a preacher serving the Church of Christ in Monroe, Wisconsin. I invite you to open your heart, mind, and Bible and study along today as we seek to know Jesus better through God's Word. Whether you've been a lifelong Christian or are simply curious, there's room for you here and room for us to grow together. This world is really a tough place, isn't it? It seems like every day there's a new crisis, every day there's new trouble, new things to think about and be mindful of and to worry about. It's an interesting time in our life because we have access to so much information. You might remember a time in your life when there were three channels on television and they ran news once or twice a day, maybe three times, and there was a newspaper that you got once, maybe twice a day. It was limited how much access you had to news, and whatever was newsworthy had to really be newsworthy in order to make it into the limited space that existed for such information. The world was a little bit more local in the average life, and now the world itself has gotten just smaller. We have access to news instantly, so much so that the traditional news industry is being disrupted. It's uh, people don't watch the 6 o'clock news anymore because they have Twitter and Facebook. And that's just more reason for us to worry, isn't it? <laughs> we're bombarded all day with things we're told we're supposed to worry about, to think about. Inflation, immigration, coronavirus, uh, the Middle East, elections. All of these things that bombard us every day that tell us you need to be concerned, you need to be worried, you need to think about this. And what does Jesus say? Well, Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6, do not worry. Matthew 6 verse 25. But uh, he says something before that. You know, when you find these little divisions and paragraphs in Scripture, we put those there. Man put those there. Um, the, the author did not put it there. But we broke it up to make it easier. Well, let's go back because in verse 25 of Matthew 6, he says, for this reason, I say to you. Well, what was the reason? Well, look back at verse 24. No one can serve two masters for either he will hate one and love the other, or he'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. Ah, we're not to be chasing after the security that comes with material possession. Now, that's not to say we take a vow of poverty when we serve the Lord, but it is we don't put our security in the things of this world. Then, verse 25, for this reason I say to you, do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor for your body as to what you will put on. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the sky, that they do not sow nor reap nor gather crops into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more important than they? And which of you, by worrying, can add a single day to his lifespan? And why are you worried about clothing? Notice how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor, nor do they spin thread for cloth. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory clothed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you? You have little faith. I'm going to stop right there for a minute. We're going to back up and think on this for a little bit. 
Jesus says, don't, don't rest on this world for your security. Rest on God. And how can we be sure that God's going to take care of us? You know, we, we live in a time where our worries are different than the worries of previous generations. We worry about the externalities, the things going on in the world and how it affects us, you know, what the cost of gas is and things like that. Um, our previous generations, you know, our grandparents, great-grandparents, and further back, they lived a, a life of subsistence. They maybe had a farm, and they grew or raised whatever they were going to eat on that farm. Maybe they would have things they could trade with others who had uh, a, a different variety, but for the most part, their day was get up, work hard, hopefully hopefully to produce enough to survive that day and do it again the next day. There was no time for leisure. There was no time for rest. There was just surviving day to day. And we don't really know what that's like. But be that as it may, the application I think is still the same. Whether you're living day to day to survive or whether you're looking longer term and looking at the things of this world that are external to your own life, there's a lot of things out there that make us worry. Where are we going to get our food? Where are we going to get our clothing, our shelter? And Jesus says, look at the world around you. God makes the grass grow. Um, I, I Personally, I wish he had made it grow to a certain point and then stop because I have to mow it constantly. I mean, he had no problem getting me to stop at five foot eight, so that feels like a design flaw with the grass. But nevertheless, the grass grows. And it's just grass. I'm going to cut it, and it's going to just fall on the ground. It's going to be composted. It's going to, be, it, it's dead. The flowers are clothed in the beauty of their splendor and their color and their smell. The little birds that fly about, they have food. God provides food in nature for them. Um, they don't starve to death. They're cared for. God knows the living creatures of this world, the living organisms of this world. He made them and he cares for them and sustains them. We have a soul. We have a mind that reasons. We have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, whom he sent to die on the cross to save us, not the birds, not the flowers, not the grass, to save us. Why would God do that if he wasn't also going to provide for us? Now, I don't preach a prosperity gospel. You're going to have to tune in somewhere else if you want to hear that. What I will tell you is that God will take care of you. And it's not if you're faithful or if you send in a certain amount of money or call a 1-800 number. No, God will take care of you because he loves you. And he loved you enough to let his son die for you. So that's how I know he's going to take care of me. He's not going to drop you. He's not going to let you down. That's not, that's not who he is. And we see that evidence in nature. Now, we're going to labor in this world. That is a part of this world. And we are going to toil and we are going to uh, try to scratch out a bit of a living here and, uh, take, and, and to provide for ourselves. But God is present in that. And even when times are hard, God will protect you and care for you and provide and create opportunity. So the real question is, why are you worried? That's the question Jesus is asking. Why are you worried? Look at the world around you. Look at how God cares for the things around you and what he does for them and how they survive. And think about how much more God loves you and how you know that because of Jesus. 
and how you know because you see you see what he's done for them and you see what he will do for you so let's continue where we left off verse 31 of matthew 6 do not worry then saying what are we to eat or what are we to drink or what are we to wear for clothing for the gentiles and by the way that's just a term for the not god's people at this point okay he's speaking to, to jewish people he's speaking to israelites so the other people the the unsaved right even though we're all gentiles the gentiles eagerly seek all these things for your heavenly father knows that you need all these things but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be provided to you in other words chase after god pursue god don't spend your day trying to protect yourself and provide for yourself and spend your day focusing on god yeah go to work do your job right earn your living live your life because we're bound by some truth of this world that that we have to survive but don't don't let your life be consumed by survival by provision let your life be consumed in worship of god and seeking after him as you're doing those other things but you will find that your life is much more richly blessed when you make god the focal point and what you do for a living second so verse 34 we conclude matthew 6 do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself each day has enough trouble of its own look at what's in front of you put one foot in front of the other and point yourself toward God that's all the time we have this week for Pathfinder I hope you have found it to be an enjoyable and uplifting experience maybe something that's caused you to think about some things you hadn't before and maybe give you reason to open your Bible and get into the word a little deeper if you have any questions or comments, you can reach out to me through the Monroe Church of Christ website, monroechurchofchrist.org. You'll find contact information there, as well as previous episodes of Pathfinder that you can listen to at your convenience. If you're in the Monroe area, we certainly hope you would come and get to know us in person. You can find our meeting times and location on that website uh, also, and we hope we get to meet you in the future. Until next time, I'm Derek Glover. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. And may he give you peace.